Enjoy the convenience of seven days a week banking and extended hours with Cube from First Arkansas Bank and Trust, member FDIC. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's pure sweats, skills, and trainings, Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. As usual, your fan club is starting you off with uh, questions for you from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. Eric says that Bart comes on today. He's on today. Can you ask him about what he thinks Musk needs to do to slow down Jalen Wilson when playing Kansas tomorrow? I think it's number four. He wears number four. Yes. So this is an interesting matchup because it, this guy's being 6'8", 6'7", a long 6'8", 6'7". If you watch him, if if you play him small, he's going to go down the post and play bully ball. If you play him big, he's going to blow by you because he has really great quickness. He shoots the ball just well enough where you have to honor that shot. So it's going to be unique. I think what gives Arkansas an advantage over most teams, first of all, I think this is a bad matchup for Kansas, and this is not being – Arkansas bias is a bad matchup. Basketball is a game of matchups, and this is a problematic matchup for them because they can switch high ball screens and they can switch dribble handoffs. They don't have to do what a lot of teams have had to do, and that's fight over or go under and give up the three-point shot to Wilson. So I think what happens is you match Devo up and you switch everything, and certainly they lack the inside presence, so I don't think it's something where you can – go inside-outside against Arkansas. I think we're too big in the interior. So, certainly, I think Coach Musk will switch everything, just like he did uh, against Illinois, and try to just maintain a big guard lineup, such as, I mean, if you switch with Black, the perfect switch, Devo, even Nick is big enough to guard a 6'8". So, I think that's what Coach Musk is going to do throughout the game, is switch everything. It's always about matchups with Coach Musselman. But even the lineup that he trotted out yesterday uh, to begin the game was it kind of made you scratch your head because I expected <laughs> to see both of the Mitchells out there and uh, I mean as big of a lineup as he could get because of Illinois size. But instead, he went with Kamani Johnson in a little bit smaller lineup. And listen, it worked out just fine. I mean, they came out of the gates, Randy. Just I mean, they looked in sync. They looked ready to go. And this is where you, you can say what you want to. Coach Musselman might very well be the best one-game coach in the country. And rest assured, he was already deep in the Kansas film, even though that game had not been played. So his staff is well-prepared to go in against all of these different type of matchups. And without Kansas, if Bill Self is not on the bench, even though Coach Self has a great staff, listen, Eric Musselman versus an assistant coach, doesn't matter how much experience, that's a mismatch in terms of in-game adjustments. So, like I said, Randy, this could be upset city right here. Well, I'll give you Kenny's question for you. This is how does Bart think our offense looked versus Illinois? What we need to do differently against Kansas? I thought we'd look real – considering it's the first game of the NCAA tournament and we have a bunch of young players except for 
he starts the two players that have obviously NCAA experience, Monty Johnson and Devo Davis. Outside of everybody else, that's a new stage. And so when you when you consider that, the offense looked pretty fluid at times. If you think about what the Arkansas Razorbacks did on the court yesterday, they did it without really their big powerhouse scoring, that's Nick Smith Jr., who had a really, I would say, not off offensive game. He just didn't feel like he was in the flow, even though the, the baskets he made were, were tremendous baskets. He just didn't look in the flow. He missed two free throws. Like That's usually not what Nick does. So certainly if they get Nick to be on the scoring average where he is, somewhere around that 14, 15, 16 points a game, Arkansas doesn't need to change much. They need to continue to convert from the free throw line because we draw fouls extremely well. And it's really not about offense per se basket. It's about turnovers. If you could take, even yesterday, won the turnover battle. Randy, I said that was a must going into the Illinois game. If you can take 11 and put that to eight and you win the free throw battle and do what you did on the board, it usually ends in a W. Bart, let's, let's, I guess you can say, step back for a moment, though. And in regards to Nick Smith Jr., it was reported today that when the media went into the locker room, he was observed with an ice pack on his knee. Yeah. Is is that a note of concern? So I think he walked out, and we talked about this. I think he came out a little stiff. And, you know, from what I can tell you, that there's no issues to be concerned about. I think probably what happens is you get a little bit of rest, and inflammation is something, as you know, Randy, is not going to just go away mm-hmm. permanently. So. I think he had some stiffness and a little bit of swelling, but certainly it's not anything to be concerned about. I know he's getting aggressive treatment today, continuing to ice and things like that. So I don't see it being a problem because I thought, even though he looked stiff at times on offense, I thought his defense looked really great. I, I, I couldn't really peg the correlation because he looked at times like he struggled to turn the corner, Randy, on offense a couple mm-hmm. of times, and then – he came down, but he was really active on the defensive end. But uh, I think, Randy, some of that knee stiffness probably caused some of his decision making. I think he was pressing or trying to do a little, trying a little bit too hard. So, but I've got the inside report, and it's nothing to worry about. But let's keep our eyes on it just in case. Well, I tell you, Bart, I know you're his biggest advocate, but I think one of the best things ha- that happened yesterday was Arkansas won with him scoring four points. I, I think there have been yeah. times since he's come back that it's almost been like, well, okay, Nick Smith's going to save the program. Mm-hmm. The program was doing yep. pretty good when he came back. And uh, so yep. I think to see other guys step up. Now, uh, I hope he doesn't try tomorrow to shoot 20 times to show he can score. <laughs> I hope he'll just right. be under control. Ten shots was probably too many yesterday, but it's okay. And they won the game. Yep. He needs to fit in with the team. The team doesn't need to fit him in. That That's the way it needs to work. That's exactly that's a great point, Rick, and I'll say something about Nick Smith. That if you watch him cheer on his teammates on the bench, even though he's not in the game, yeah, like you don't see a lot of star players do that. So we're no. we're saying that like You're that's right. a small deal. Yeah. He's up, he's up cheering. He he about body slam uh, Kamani Johnson after he made that basket. Like yeah. Nick is, is is a team first guy, and he pulls for his team. So. I don't. There's not an ego like you would think with him. I, I can tell they're on a mission to try to win. And listen, he he wasn't frowning and holding his head down because Coach Musselman pulled him, and he wasn't in the locker room either. So kudos to that young man because I don't know if a lot of people would show that type of 
seasoned veteran attitude, but I think he gets what they're trying to do. He knows exactly what needs to happen. And if he has to take a back seat in a victory, I think he'll take it all day. The, the thing about it is tomorrow the Hogs may need him. They don't need him to score 20 points, but they could use 12 to 14 because yep. – and I know it's been a, a pattern. Ricky Council hasn't had two great games back-to-back very often this year. And he yep. was terrific yep. the other day. I hope he can be terrific tomorrow, but that hasn't always been the case. I, I agree. It would be huge, and we also it would be it would be nice to get either one of the Mitchells to get a double double because it's been a while since they've been in that territory. And it's one place where I think Kansas is vulnerable is on the offensive glass, and certainly on the defensive glass. If we can get out and limit Grady Dick, which Grady Dick is another freshman along with Nick that's one of those guys that's certainly a first-round NBA draft pick, if we can shut down the three-point shot and we get Ricky Council to play like he did yesterday, Ricky, you have to feel good about the Razorbacks' chances. All right, this from our Asher Record Service Company live fan feedback. This for you, Bart. From Ricardo, he says, Bart, is there any current player past that Devo's game reminds you of? I see a Rajon Rondo type of game. Well, he does. He, he plays a lot like Rondo, although he's about, well, I guess, three inches taller. And you know, shoots he, it a he, heck of a lot better. <laughs> I was about to say, and shoots it a lot better from everywhere. Uh, you know, Devo's shot now and I don't know if you guys agree, he, he's done some great things with his shot. It's so it's so consistent. Well, certainly more consistent than it has been in the past. For mid-range, he's also shooting the three ball extremely well. So I, it's hard to pick somebody's game that's like Devo. I have a tough time with the lefties. But certainly Rondo, he does a lot of the rebounding, and, and Rondo was a great defender. So I like that comparison. But, yeah, he shoots it a lot better. And, listen, he handles it pretty well, too, to be a, to be a bigger guard. I won't say it's simplistic with Devo, but it seems like, except for the, the times that he's with the mid-range jumper, obviously he's got to get off his feet. But what it yeah. seems like, Bart, he gets his feet set now. I don't know what his percentage is, but it sure seems to be a heck of a lot better from what it was a couple of months ago when it Absolutely. seemed like nothing would go in. All right, hang on, yeah. Bart. we got to take a break. Stay tuned. That's yes, Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills, thanks to Martin Orthopedics. It's time for the Basketball Insider in Arkansas. It's Pure Sweat Skills and Trainings, Bart Reed, made possible by Martin Orthopedics. With locations in Little Rock, North Little Rock, Cabot, and Hot Springs Village, staffed with fellowship-trained orthopedic surgeons and sports medicine specialists. For more information on the web, go to martinortho.care. Now, here's Bart. Top half of the sixth inning, Arkansas leading Auburn 5-2. to two. With two outs, Auburn has runners at first and second. Holland is still on. Hunter Holland is still on for Arkansas. He has gone five and two-third innings so far. Six hits, two runs, two earned runs, walked three, struck out three, and he has gone to the pitch count of 89 if I read that correctly. So I would guess his time is just about over. 
All right, Bart, uh, this is from our Asher Record Service Company, Live Fan Feedback, No Pressure, says John. He says, Bart, you called the keys to the game right last night. What are the keys to win for Arkansas? Well, let's keep it to three. So Kansas generates a lot of offense with their defense. So I think first and foremost, a lot like last time, the turnover battle. We have Arkansas has to win the turnover battle because not just for ball protection, it's Kansas gets a ton of offense off of turnovers, especially they get out and run in transition, and that tends to lead to other things. Rebounding. Plus seven against Illinois. If you see the Razorbacks with a plus ten or greater, that puts Kansas in the danger zone. So I certainly think the rebounding battle, plus ten, and certainly free throws. If they can maintain the free throw percentage and get to the line the same amount of times or roughly the same amount of times, that means they're attacking downhill, and that puts the Arkansas Razorbacks in a good position. So I think those are the three keys to the game. Uh, let's check in with Jimmy. Jimmy, good afternoon. You have a question or comment for Bart? Yes. Good afternoon, Rick, Randy, and Bart. You good guys, afternoon. y'all are missing the obvious. Y'all, y'all said who does who does Devo remind us of? Pastor Craig. He reminds us of a left-handed Alvin Robertson. <laughs> left-handed Alvin Robertson, defensive demon, knock down the occasional jumper. Well, yeah. he's knocking knocking down the pretty clipper lately. But he, to me, he reminds yeah. me of Alvin Roberts. What do you guys think? Well, that's a good, that's a good comparison. Uh, Devo yep. is certainly a great defensive player. He's become a good offensive player, too. Alvin was, you know, there's a guy that could average about 12 a game, so I guess you could say that's similar. And he's got great touch around the rim, just like yeah. Alvin. So, I, hey, Jimmy, that's a good one. Really no good. Three, no three-point field goal when Alvin was playing. I, I'm not sure how many he'd have made, but – he would have improved just like Devo has if there had been a three-point field goal. Right. And I also had one one comment. Uh, one more comment. Uh, I'm with you, Bart. I'm 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 Nick's biggest fan as well. And I, I saw the same thing that you saw last night when he was on the bench after Musser took him out. He was sitting there cheering on his teammates. He was jumping up and down when, when a good play was made. He was, he was up and coaching the sideline and cheering the guys on. I just love his attitude. He, there's no Devo in. In, in Nick Smith Jr., I, I just love the kid. I love the kid. I love his makeup, and I, I just love. And not only is it cheering on his teammates, but like you always say, but he's an alpha. You know, he his teammates. You can tell the confidence his teammates have when he when he since he's been back. You can just tell when he's on the floor. I mean, he just elevates everyone. Thanks, guys. Yep. I appreciate your time. Thank you. Thank you, Jimmy. So, to Jimmy's point, let me say this real quick, Randy. The NBA executives that you talk to, the first thing that they talk about is Nick Smith's leadership ability. And at the McDonald's All-American, they were mesmerized at practice, how he communicated with his teammates, led by example, also led verbally by explaining certain things. So I think those intangibles like that Nick has always had, so that's not an act. He really does have that type of leadership and really wants to show the initiative to the other players that he's leading by example, not just talking about it. So. It's a great point, Jimmy. Now, Bart, if you can figure this one out, good luck. Uh, also from our Asher Record Service Company, Life in Feedback, Bill says, what was the difference in free throws this game versus the last four games? And see, Randy, this is an easy one for me. So throughout this stretch, I kept talking about energy and focus. 
free throw shooting yesterday in yesterday's game is all about focus. Those guys stepped up to the line, completely locked in, and you can tell it from the second they walk up to the free throw line, it was a big moment on a big stage, and they were locked in and focused. I think when you look at the freshmen, certainly even the transfers that are new, I think we went through times of complacency where I didn't think that they were as focused and as locked in. And that could be what we talk about, guys, fatigue, and there could be various reasons. The Arkansas Razorbacks were focused when they stepped up to the free throw line. You could tell Coach Muffman had put some emphasis into it, and so it was just really about mental focus and being mentally locked into the moment, in my opinion. Bart, speaking of being in the moment, okay, I'm, I'm 65 plus, but I know who Kansas is, needless to say. How sure. difficult is it, no matter that these guys are McDonald's All-Americans, they played maybe in AAU or, or grassroots national championship games, but how difficult is it going to be not to read the name on the uniform last night? for so many of these young players? Well, it's certainly tough because that name, obviously one of the Blue Bloods carries, carries it a long way, but this is the, another one of the, I think, probably gifts to youthness that probably some of the veterans don't have. These guys are gunslingers, so they don't have necessarily the background where they've been in college three to four years and watched. I mean, when Kansas won the national championship last year, these guys are engrossed in a high school season. So it is different. So I think being young and ignorance is bliss in a, in a lot of ways. So I certainly think that they will be a little bit, but once the tip comes in, these guys think they know they can win. They know they have the talent to win. And really it's going out there and executing. But I don't see any team with their makeup. I don't think they're going to bow down to anybody, although Kansas certainly isn't imposing. And listen, back to Going for back-to-back national championships, that's uh, not a lot of teams have done that. So certainly it's something that will be in the back of their minds, but I think they'll be focused on the task at hand, and they believe they can win, Randy. Hadn't happened since the 90s, and I will say this. I think that uh, Gonzaga last year was probably better than Kansas this year, but they didn't get a chance Agreed. to prove it because Arkansas knocked them out. <clears throat> Arkansas yep. is as talented as last year. They may not be quite as good a team yet, but I can see where this Razorback team thinks they can beat Kansas. It's all about matchups. Randy said it. This, when you really look at it, guys, this is not an ideal, and probably Kansas was dreading this game as soon as they saw it. This is not a great matchup for Kansas. doesn't mean Kansas is not going to win the game, but if you break down the matchup, this is not particularly who Kansas wanted to see in the second round, and I think that's an edge to Arkansas. Kansas has everything to lose. Arkansas does not. All right, Bart. It'll be interesting when we, uh, well, by that point in time, we'll either know that Arkansas has moved on to uh, the elite or Sweet 16 or otherwise, but uh, we will talk with you next week. Thank you, Bart. Bart Reed, Pure Sweat Basketball Skills being brought to you by Martin for the PD.